0: Tonight. Today I have Steve LeBreton. Hello. Michael Mason.
1: Greetings and salivations.
0: Graham Brown.
1: Let's
2: bust some heads. And Mark Russell.
3: Yeah, I want to kill stuff this time.
0: Good, good, good. All right. Uh, just a uh, recap on stuff. Uh, as of this recording, we are live on Apple Podcast. Uh, we are live on switcher or stitcher that's it stitcher. we're live stitcher uh, i believe we also have linktree slash coj role-playing and there you can find uh, all our uh social media outlets all right so let's uh roll those d20s and see who gets to do the recap of last week 13 i got, I got a five 39. what was that steve 20 okay With the twenty, you get to choose any one of the other players to do the recap.
4: I believe it's been a long time since we've heard the voice of Michael Mason in that uh, in that job. All right. right. So last
1: time we got visited by a recently deceased acquaintance of ours in a tavern, who was bringing a message from the Raven Queen. Our is it cleric or paladin of Tempest that you are as well? Cleric of Tempest. Also had a visit from one of the Raven Queen's messengers. Basically, that she wanted to speak with us in our dreams. We all went into our dream sequence. I cannot say what happened with the others because we all were muted for everyone else's. All I know is that she offered me an ability. I chose the ability to basically continue what we were doing, which is dealing with the undead. Because why not if that's all she's asking of me at this time? And then we all got together with the merchant, I don't remember his name, and we are heading across the Antarope Desert to our destination to defeat Tim, the apprentice of the evil necromancer, who is putting bombs in people's heads, as far as we suspect.
0: And where did you guys leave off last?
1: Traveling, as far as I remember. We were camping. That's right, we set up camp.
0: You guys are getting ready to go to bed. The guards of Lord Godfrey are doing the watches for the night. That's right. Elias a, went off to prep for uh, bed and heard laughing or giggling coming from the woods. That's right. That's right. I believe... Elias also warns the guards of the such giggling.
1: Yep, and everybody else.
0: All right. So throughout the night, the giggling is persistently louder and lowers. High giggling, low giggling, all throughout the night where you guys cannot get a restful sleep. Day breaks. The guards shake your tents to tell you that they are ready to start packing up. You all can- right commotion of the guards packing up Lord Godfrey's tent and packing the caravan for them.
1: I strap up the horse horse to the uh, wagon, yep. get the other two saddled up for everybody else.
4: Pack yep. up, Camp. Yep, get myself ready and get on my giant horse.
2: I, before we go, I'd like to take a look around to see if I can see any evidence of who was doing the annoying giggling. All right, full
4: well, investigation. So, investigation. Oh, no, that's intelligence. Eleven. No, you don't find
0: any evidence. When I'm
1: setting up the uh, wagon and everything else, do I see anything of tampering with the wagon or the horses or the uh, equipment?
0: No, no tampering. Everything anything? Looks, it's in tip-top shape.
1: Anything missing off the wagon?
0: Nope.
1: Anything missing off me?
0: No. Perfect. So anything
1: off. added to our stuff on the wagon or on me?
0: Not that you can see.
1: Could I do an investigation roll on that?
0: Uh, Sure. What kind of investigation roll do you want?
1: Well, it's physical. I'm basically looking over uh, the gear that we have, the rations, uh, the wagon itself, my equipment, my storage, that type of stuff. See All if right. I see anything that's out of place. All right. 18 plus 6. So that'll be a 24.
0: All right. Uh, you notice that in the wagon, one of the barrel of water mm-hmm. is, is moved, like slid over. And you can only tell that because of the water ring that it left where it originally was sitting.
1: I'm going to check
0: that water barrel. Yep. It's water. Nothing out of the ordinary with the barrel at all. It's just, uh-huh. it's now half a foot over to and where it was, is there anything there if
1: I, like, paw down in that area?
4: A complete up empty spot.
1: Hmm. All right. I guess that's it for now. I'll uh, get on the wagon and get ready to go.
4: All right. So you about, up in line.
0: about an hour passes. Everybody's up. Everyone's going, and everyone's now heading towards Daggerford. Your travel through the trade way to Dagger Falls lasts approximately four days. You camp. Every night, uneventful, except for the giggling noises you're hearing. If we can't get any
2: rest, this is intolerable. We've got to do something about this.
1: So is it persisting, that giggling?
2: Uh,
0: it's there. Every time you guys go to try to sleep. Are the other guards hearing it? Yes. Okay. Now, so everyone's getting pretty annoyed. You can now feel, yes, because you're now suffering points of exhaustion.
1: Well,
2: if it's on night, too, if there's more giggling... We're doing something about it. This is ridiculous. All right. So we've made camp. You've made camp. Camp, fire, blah, blah, blah. And You're, we can hear giggling from...
0: When do you guys get ready to go to sleep?
2: All right. Oh, I'm not very good at investigation. Well, this, no, this wouldn't be investigation. Perception. I'm not good
3: at investigation either, but I can see in the dark. So can I. Well,
2: um, go.
1: Let's go out and, uh, and look.
2: Yes, my dwarven friend. Let's go do it.
1: I have a question. Yes. In the direction that I hear the giggling, if I target with a sleep spell in that area that I hear the giggling uh, and see what happens, if it stops the giggling or if something else occurs.
0: Okay. Is that what you are going to do?
1: I'm going to try that, yes.
4: Okay.
1: I have to go and find sleep and find out what exactly I have to roll for it.
4: Now that we know that Mike has the sleep spell, If we can't figure out what the giggling is, we can can get go magical sleep. And then we get rest. It'll be miserable, but...
1: So roll 5d8, and that's the amount of hit dice I can affect. 11, 13, 19, 20, 21, 22 dice, our hit dice worth of uh, sleep in that area.
0: Okay. You hear an incredible thud.
1: I'm going to go towards the thud, and I'm going to search.
0: Let's go. As you get closer to where the thud sound was coming from, you see lying on the ground a tiny red dragon.
3: Dragon?
0: A tiny one? With fairy-like wings. Okay.
1: Um, Kill it! No. Hold up. You don't have to just (laughs) kill something. I'm going to go over to it quietly. Somebody's in trouble. Yeah. I'm going to go up to it quietly.
2: So how long is it? Like five feet long, four feet long?
1: It's tiny, so So. Mm-hmm. probably not even two feet.
0: Probably about two feet tall when standing. Like
2: the dragon from Mulan? A little <laughs>
0: you went really quiet there, Goose. No. A little smaller than him.
4: Okay. Okay. Baby. I,
1: I am going to go over to where that dragon is. I'm going to gently kind of rouse it from its uh, sleep, but make sure that I have my hand on it. I tell the other guys, I'm like, just be ready in case something happens here. I'm going to try and shake it awake, yep. which should be okay with that.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, little guy. Can you understand me? And I will say that in, as it is a little dragon, so I'll say it in Draconic.
0: Okay. It startles awake, looks at all four of you.
1: I have a, as kindly of a smile as I can on my face when I wake it up.
4: And gasps. gasps.
1: Are you okay? You can see me? Yes. Oh,
0: this is no good.
1: So you were the little stowaway that was hiding by the water. Oh,
0: yes. I'm sorry. Your can giggling you has been- being, Can we understand what's being said? No, unless you understand draconic, you do not understand anything. Else that's been in this conversation. Hesha might know it. Hesham, <laughs> half Hesham dragon. might know
4: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> The Dragonborn not knowing Draconic, that'd be hilarious. It would be. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Steve's looking. Um, uh, You're on mute. <laughs> I had predicted that that was going to happen. Um, yeah. I have one of Gideon's sheets in here, so... <laughs> dead. So
1: what's your name, little guy? Petrie. Petrie. I see. Your giggling has been keeping a few people up at night, and it's been a little hard for us to actually get a good night's sleep. I know. Was that on purpose?
4: It was on purpose.
1: Did someone tell you to do that?
0: No, no, I just found you and decided to do it.
1: Is there any way I could ask you not to do that? Maybe I'll give you some treats? What do you get? Well... Come with me, and I'll, like, pick him up.
0: What kind of treasures you got?
1: I'll, I'll pick him up, and I'll carry him over to the wagon. And, I'm like, do you like meat, or do you like berries?
0: Oh, I like berries.
1: Okay, and I'll reach into one of the uh, rations, and I'll pull out some berries for him, and I'll give him some berries.
4: Ooh, mm, what kind of treasures you
0: got?
1: What kind of treasures do I have? Well, do you like gold?
4: Ooh, I love
1: gold. I'll tell you what. If you, can get, if you can allow us to actually get good night's sleep, I can help you with gold. I can get you started on a little hoard, even if you want oh. it.
3: I know gold in any language. That dragon's threatening to t- steal all our gold. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh,
2: yeah. What's going on here? We don't understand. What's with this dragon?
1: Trying to negotiate
2: us a nice, peaceful amount of sleep. See, uh, I
1: told you he was offering up our gold. And so I'll be like, we can even get you a little spot right there in the wagon if you wanted, and get you a little horde started.
4: Okay. Huh? Hesha, Hesha says to the two dwarves, he's not offering up our gold, he's offering up his gold. <laughs> you just see Elias. Belt. Oh, wow. Shift me that line to figure out that I can read and write
1: Draconic. Yeah. <laughs> Elias will reach into his belt pouch, and he'll put down five gold pieces down. And he'll be like, there you go. Do you need any uh, straw or anything like that?
0: No, 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 no straw.
1: Okay. Do you want to cover a top of it or anything I can fashion for you?
0: No, I'll sleep on the gold.
1: Okay. Well, Petrie, my name is Elias. It's a pleasure to meet you. And if you want to, you can become our traveling companion. You just got to make certain that you keep it quiet at night so everyone can get some sleep, okay? Okay. I'll, I'll stay quiet. Thank you. And then I'll... Uh, Start getting ready for bed. Set up my spot on the uh, other end of the wagon where I normally do and
4: go to sleep myself. The the dragon says he's going to be quiet so we can sleep. And now apparently we have a pet.
2: We have a mascot.
4: Let's go with mascot.
0: I was going to say, I wouldn't really call him a
2: pet. What color is the dragon? He's red?
4: Red. Yep. Red dragon. With fairy wings?
0: Fairy dragon.
4: Oh yeah it's a fairy dragon not a red dragon
0: (laughs) as you guys are prepping to go back to sleep you start hearing a melody soothing soft helps you go
4: to sleep oh how lovely and all you guys are out (laughs) great
0: (laughs) morning comes Guards are a little late waking you guys up. You guys are a little late waking yourselves up. <laughs> the sun is high in the sky, oh. and, and there's no sign of any gold where it was left.
1: All right. I'm going to call out Petrie. If you're hiding, I've got some more berries for you. I'll hold up some berries for him.
4: Nobody but
0: uh,
1: Oh, well. I'll put the berries back in the rations and start getting the wagon and horses ready
0: again. All right. Uh, the late start leads to a short ride for the day. Everything is uneventful. The scenery is spectacular. But as night comes, you see off into the distance towards Dagger Ford, what looks like to be a tip of a tower with uh, ominous black clouds around it.
4: Ominous black clouds. Is it on the road? Uh, you can't really tell. All you see is
0: just the the roof top of the tower. Like over the trees or something?
2: Tree line, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this is a very heavily traveled road, right? I mean, I'm sure we see other parties.
0: Oh, yeah. Parties are coming and going. People give way when the uh, Lord's caravan goes through have i
1: seen this tower before in my travels
0: no all right
1: um I've
0: seen this tower in your travels
1: so i don't know if it's a normal thing or not so yeah guess we'll uh continue on well I'll you guys best.
0: set up camp again for what seems to be the last night before you hit day or falls in the what the guards say it's mid-morning okay so our lord uh lord
2: godfrey does he know anything about the tower uh no he does not know any, uh,
0: well you asking the Lord Godfrey
2: to do yeah that? what's up does that tower look ominous to you do
0: those black clouds look ominous to you Lord Godfrey the uh the the tower is not new but the clouds are we've seen these on our way up to Waterdeep when we went up there not to through originally but the clouds weren't there hmm.
1: can I do an Arcana check to see if it's being caused by magical
0: means. It's an abandoned tower from what uh, I got from Dagger Forward Guards.
4: Hey, didn't Can, you guys wake up in an abandoned heap? Yeah. Turned out it wasn't so abandoned?
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Full of skeletons,
3: at least five of them, and a Skeletor.
4: Can I make a, um
1: Arcana check to see if those uh, clouds and such seem to be of mystical means? Sure. Three plus four, seven?
0: Uh, you do not know, they they are clouds, they look like to be rain clouds.
1: I, I, I don't know, I don't have my umbrella with me, and it looks like rain over there.
0: It doesn't seem to be moving from the tower?
3: That doesn't seem non-magical if they're not moving away from the tower. Maybe this is a clue on our way to find the Necromancer.
1: Possibly, but would the Lord be willing to wait for us to go and explore it and find out?
2: Like how far oh. away do it does do we seem like is it like a couple kilometers away, do we think?
0: And it looks like to be outside of Daggerford?
4: Ford. Lord Godfrey, how long are you going to be in Dagger Ford for? Uh
0: we're gonna stop for supplies before the big trek up to uh across the desert. Why?
4: Would you be willing to give us a day? We kinda of wanna check out this tower. And just in case there is if there's nothing we'll be back within the, the day. If it's a problem, hopefully it won't
0: be uh, too long. Uh, are you guys going to accompany into to Daggerford first and then go to the tower? What
4: do you think, guys? Well,
1: is the tower before we reach Daggerford or is it after? Like, would we be backtracking to come back to the tower?
0: Not necessarily. It's, uh, from what the guards told me, it's right on the coastline. So once we hit Daggerford... It's, like, just off to the coast on the right. Left. (laughs) To the west. Yeah. Had to find it on the map.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Daggerford is a little bit inland, right? It's on this river. Yeah. So
3: why don't we set up a shop in Daggerford, leave some of the stuff there we don't need for traveling long distances, because we're not going to be traveling a long distance to go to this tower. mm -hmm. We don't want to get our wagons full of stuff stolen. We've got four months of provisions on them. We definitely don't need that for a one-day journey.
4: Exactly.
0: But uh, we'll be in Four by mid-morning. All
2: right. So we'll go to Daggerford estimate. first. Have lunch and then do a day trip? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Sounds romantic.
0: All right. The night is uneventful again. You hear no sound.
1: I will um, leave another gold coin out in Petrie's Ford area because I'm just curious about something, and then I will head to
0: bed.
1: A a coin and a few berries.
0: All right. Night falls. You fall asleep. Guards wake you up in the morning, as per usual. As for this trip, everything is starting to be packed up. The guards seem excited to be heading to Dagger Ford. Sleep in a bed. Yep. have amenities. Take that long bath that they always wanted. Running water. Holes they don't have to dig up and fill. Sure. I was
1: muted. Is the golden berries gone?
0: No, the golden berries are
1: still there. All right. I'll put them back into my pouch and rations.
0: All right. You guys are traveling into Dayer Falls. You see what looks like to be the tower that you saw earlier that uh, last evening. The clouds have dissipated. It looks like to be a... Old lighthouse that's no longer operational. Okay. Once you come closer and into Day Ford you go. Day Ford is hustling, bustling, merchants everywhere. Everyone roll perception 24, 8, 13, 19. All right. Everyone but Darius sees a group of palatins gathered in the center of town calling for adventurers. Hey, Darius, look over there.
4: What? Oh, hey, check it out. Ooh, paladins. sure you were going to leave those piss-poor perception rolls behind with that. Thank <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I've been rolling like shit this entire
2: campaign. So.
1: I'll walk over towards the paladins, and I'll be like, so what do you need adventurers for?
2: What uh, holy symbols do these guys have? Like, what's their god... There's a a mixture of gods here.
0: Oh, a potpourri. A potpourri of paladins. Oh. They're calling out for adventurers to go to the old lighthouse outside of Dagger Ford. Well, that's convenient. Detected a presence of
2: (laughs) evil, evil,
4: impending doom.
2: Do they look like they got many takers?
0: There's a group of people gathered listening to the stories they're wooing. Are they offering a reward? They are. Once I get through this, I will tell you what that is. Okay.
4: Group that's already surrounding them, there's a a dwarf warrior, a knight, a barbarian warrior, a barbarian shaman, uh a wizard wearing red robes, a half oh, elf. God. Major. <laughs>
2: Um, hey, a paired cleric. Uh, I think you're in the wrong world. That's Greyhawk, isn't it? Dragonlance.
1: (laughs) Dragonlance. Dragonlance, that's it. Yeah, but Dragonlance, isn't that
4: in the world of Greyhawk? No.
2: No.
4: It's It's a different
1: world. All right, it's been so long.
4: Yeah. Well, I'm going to walk up to the paladins.
1: I thought I already did ask what they needed the adventurers for.
4: Mm hmm. But I so didn't, we kept interrupting I didn't the DM me, when he tried to tell us. Like, we were planning on heading that way anyway, so what's the pay?
0: Uh, we're offering 200 gold upon successful completion. Each? No, together.
4: Uh,
1: gold's gold, guys.
0: Mm-hmm. We we're we going to go to there, there
1: anyway. Let's do this. We get to keep anything we find, of course. Okay.
2: All
4: right. <laughs> Our...
0: I'll just skip this portion then, and we we'll won't have to worry about that anymore.
2: Well, uh, what's more? Uh, we, we need a little bit more information. So what's in this lighthouse? Why are you looking for adventurers? Aren't you doing it yourself? What's the dealio?
0: Da, 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 da. Uh, we have detected a presence of the sacred ground below the lighthouse. Of okay. sacred ground? The, the sacred ground. Desecrated. 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 Ground. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now let's go with
0: D sacred. <laughs> desecrated ground. I had the word mute. I was doing it this afternoon. Desecrated, sacred, <laughs> dragon's pine. <laughs> oh, the pine tree, right.
1: <laughs> Alright. Oh, we should ask Petrie about that. We should, but Petrie has disappeared.
0: Um uh, desecrated ground below the tower. Oh. Stories have it that a noble son. With a promising future of the arcane magic, the self-proclaimed Emperor of Bones destroyed himself and his followers during a necromancial ritual gone awry.
2: Oh, well, you know, that can happen.
0: Resurrected and driven by compl- uh, compulsion to complete the ritual, the Emperor continues to do his dark practices in the tower that bears his name.
1: Mm, necromancy. I think someone wanted us to deal with necromancy stuff, didn't they?
2: But the Paladins haven't finished answering all my questions. How come they're not doing something about it?
0: We are too busy.
4: (laughs) Too busy to stop necromancy and evil.
0: (laughs) I see. This is below our pay grade.
4: (laughs) So are are
2: are you guys all getting overtime right now, standing around, you know, hiring, trying to hire this out?
4: We are the Knights
2: of McGovern. <laughs> Two hundred gold upon completion. Do you want it or not? All right, we're going there anyway. Like, uh, like my dwarven buddy said. So is there a contract? Like, do we sign a contract? Are there terms and conditions? sign like,
1: contracts. That's dangerous.
2: Our word should be our bond. Well, I've got a pretty good insight. I'd like to roll here.
1: I'm going to roll Insight. As, actually, I'll give you assistance with this Insight then if you've got a really good one, yeah. which gives you advantage on that. Yep. Uh, because there's something fishy going on.
2: 25.
0: And what are you checking for?
2: These guys seem a little fishy. I'm trying to <clears throat> ascertain their motives as to why they're doing this.
4: The, the real reason is the guy right there is terrified of spiders. <laughs> And they just can't convince him
2: to go in. Oh, I see. <laughs> All right. So how will we find you
0: after we return victorious? We will be here at, at, in the center. Works for me. And then they go. They leave. Wait them. a minute.
4: They said they'd be here. Where are you going? Stay here.
0: We will be here when you come back. Mm-hmm. Trust
4: me. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Now we've got a big God's poker game to get to. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>
1: right so i'll find some stabling for the uh, wagon
0: okay well, lord godfrey's probably going somewhere right lord godfrey is taking care of all your amenities while in dagger Ford. awesome all, all right. right so he'll
1: take care of the wagon and stuff for
2: us
0: okay let's go have right. lunch
2: hit the can hit the road prep make sure you guys got all your stuff Mm -hmm. How far is it to the lighthouse? Probably not very far if it's a
0: lighthouse. (laughs) You see it over the wall of the town. It looks like maybe an hour, hour and a half walk out. A hike?
4: Yeah. Perfect.
1: All right. So I've got everything that I need.
4: Everybody. We we do need a torch.
0: Mid-afternoon, you guys set off. The palatins are there cheering. Yeah. And then they go away. Yeah. You travel the tower doesn't look too bad a shape. It is run down. From what you can see, the glass on top is shattered. Needs a renovation. Big time. With the property prices these
2: days, someone could make a fortune, you know. Low balling the current owners and then flipping it.
0: <laughs> and you come upon the door. The door is what looks like to be made out of ancient wood planks hung by iron hinges. How good a shape are they in? Um, well, it, it's in the comparable shape of the tower. Give it a, with
1: my mage hand, try and open it. Well, it's closed. Yes, with my mage hand, try to open it. Does it swing open? Is there a handle on it?
0: There's a latch, yeah.
1: Okay. Mage hand, flip it open. All right.
0: You flip it open, the door opens up. Is
1: it dark inside?
0: A little bit.
1: Okay. I'll reach into my Dungeoneer's pack, pull out a torch in my tinderbox, and get a torch going, hand it to my mage hand. Okay. And then have it float inside so that we can illuminate what we see.
0: All right. From what you can see, it looks like to be what would typically be a room at the bottom of a lighthouse.
2: The foyer, if you
0: will. The foyer, if I will.
2: Uh, Uh, I don't don't want to go in just yet. I want to go around the perimeter on the outside and take a look uh, to see if I can spot anything.
1: While he's doing that, I'm going to be listening to see if there's any noises coming from inside. Any reaction to the light that's come in?
0: Nope. Uh, Sizzling from cobwebs. But other than that, nothing. All right. Uh, Graham takes you about... 45 minutes to walk around the perimeter of this tower. 45 minutes?
2: It's a That's huge a
1: huge thing. tower.
2: This isn't just a lighthouse. This is like... Oh, I didn't realize it was that big. Okay. Like, I thought it was a lighthouse, you know, like maybe tip 50 feet across at the base.
1: Mm. Usually 50 feet, yeah. That's huge. 45 so this minutes. It's enormous.
2: Yeah. Because if it took us an like an hour to hike here from town... It's, like, most of the way back to town. Um,
0: hmm. All right.
1: Well, if he's walking around for 45 minutes, I am going to step in. Well, if
2: it's going to take
0: that long, I'm not going to do it. So Uh, you you can in there with your torch illuminating the inside room. Yep. I'm Uh, going
1: to pull out an arrow and knock it in the uh, bow.
0: Come on, Hesha. Let's
3: go in
1: and see what's in there. All right. I will wait for them to step in, and I will stealth in behind them.
4: That's just going to uh, walk-in shield first.
1: All Go right. Free also.
4: Uh, oh, yeah. I've got my shield as well.
1: 21 for my stealth.
0: Okay. Uh, as you walk in, you see the typical stairs running up the hallway or up around the wall, heading up to the top. Uh there's a twenty foot ceiling above you. Uh what looks like to be old rotten out tables, chairs, cabinets, uh dirt, litter. Uh pretty much whoever lived here it happened way long ago. Did the
3: god dude say that there was something in the basement here? Let's go look for the basement.
4: Yeah, see that's, that's what I was just to say. Desecrated. Um, hmm. so you find the
0: cellar hatchet moving to stairs going downward, what looks like to be downward along the wall.
1: All right, I will move the torch that direction so everyone can have illumination.
0: I can see in the dark.
1: Yeah, everybody I can. can. I can't.
3: All right, Hesha, let's go down
1: there and see what's up. So I'll lead the torch ahead of them. And then I'm following behind the group with my bow knocked and ready to go. Keeping an eye and ear behind us as well to make sure that this isn't a trap.
0: All right. You guys walk down the stairs. Seems like to be an incredible long time to walk down the stairs until you reach what looks like to be a door matching the description of the door that led you in from outside. A little bit more in better
4: shape, but. I'm going
0: to try the latch. Latch opens up.
4: Open the door.
1: I'll Watch move the torch, torch in for him.
0: Everybody roll initiative. All right. 11.
1: <laughs> 15.
3: Well, it's a good thing we rolled so high, Hesha, since we went in
1: first. Well, <laughs> technically the torch went in first.
0: Yep. And then Hesha followed behind. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, uh Nulfri, no, what was your initiative again?
4: Six. To go first, as long as I take the hits, that's my job.
0: Okay, Darius. Yes. Your turn, sir.
2: Well, uh, I've just kind of gone in the door behind the two fighters. Um, what friend, can I see?
0: You see a what looks like to be a large zombie owl bear. Ooh. It's large. A zombie, an owl, and a bear. Owl bear. Owl bear. Cool. It's basically, owl like bear. a giant
2: bear with an owl
0: face. Sure. Okay. Uh, how far away is it? It looks like
4: it's standing about uh, 20 feet in front of you. Cool. All right. Um, and it looks undead,
2: huh? You said it was a zombie? Yep. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to use Channel Divinity Turn Undead on it. uh Okay. Each undead that you can see or hear, da, 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 must make a Wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails its saving throw, it is turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. So it's got to run. All right. So my Wisdom. So it turns undead? No, it runs away. Okay. A turned creature must spend its turn trying to move as far away from you as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of you. also can't take reaction actions. For its action, it can only use the dash or try to escape from an effect. For instance, for moving, if there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Alright. So it has to roll wisdom, and my, my spell save is 15. 15. Oop. Oh,
4: didn't work. Alright. It's not moving. Yes. Um, okay. Um, that's it for now.
1: All right. Elias. Okay. Can I do a Knowledge Arcana to find out the weaknesses of this creature?
0: Sure.
4: That'll be a 15.
0: Does not perceive to have any weaknesses.
4: All right. And as the bonus
0: action...
1: I'm going to try to distract it using the torch with Mage Hand. Okay. So basically flutter it around in its face type thing and then up in the air. Keep it just drawn on it as opposed to the uh, allies.
0: All right.
3: No free. I would like to attack this uh, Albert.
0: All right. Run up your 25 feet.
3: Am I within 25
0: feet? You're within 20. uh, Yes, you're within 25 feet. Okay,
3: we're going to make some murder. Make some murder. <laughs> all right, so uh, attack. Uh, oh, yeah. 15 plus 4, 19 to hit.
0: 19 hits.
3: 19 hits, all right. And it does 7 piercing damage.
4: Okay. Hesha. Okay. Hesha is going to, um, like I'm going to charge in and, uh, Slam the thing with my shield.
3: Does zombie blood uh, do it for my sword?
4: No. Oh. Fourteen? Fourteen hits. Nine damage. Okay.
0: Now it's the zombie attack. It is going to bite Nullfrey with its beak. Son of a bitch. Eighteen plus seven, so twenty-five. That'll hit. Five, seven. 7 plus 5 is 13. It's 12. Or 12, yep.
3: Minus 3 for Heavy Armor Master. All
0: right, so 9. 9. And then it's going to Claw Hesha. And it is 6 plus 7
4: for 13. That will not
0: hit. All right, it is Darius' turn.
2: Okay, I'll use the Chill Touch Cantrip. Okay. So uh, I have to make a ranged spell attack. 23. 23 hits. Okay, so it takes 1d8 damage. There's a Spectral Hand that's grabbing it. If it retaliates against me, it has disadvantage. So
4: it takes 6 damage. Okay, Elias. So since I'm still hidden from it, I'm going to take
1: aim with my Knocked Arrow. And let loose a shot at it. 18 plus 5, that would be 23 to hit. Yep. It's not immune to crits or anything like that, right?
4: Not immune to
1: crits? No. And not immune to sneak attacks. then. Okay, so that would be 15, 16, 17, 18 damage. And then by bonus action, I will re-hide.
0: Where are you hiding? It's an open room.
1: Well, I'm not in the room. I'm outside the doorway shooting in, so I'll step to the side and hide. With a 14 plus 5 would be a 19 to hide. All right. No free. Stab again.
4: Okay. Yeah. Uh,
3: so, nope, that's the bonus. Okay. 14 to hit. 14 hits. All right. And, oh, 4 damage.
4: Okay. Hecha. I am going to spend one of my superiority die, and I am going to try a trip attack on this thing. He's large, right? Large or um It is
0: a large.
4: Okay, good. I'm going to try a trip attack. Okay? With my trident. Uh twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Nine damage. And uh it must make a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh on a failed save it it is uh prone. What do I have to beat? Uh thirteen.
0: Alright, it beats it.
4: Okay. It does not go prone. I did nine damage. Yep.
0: And he's going to attack no free with his beak. Throw a pitch. Seventeen hits? No. No? Okay. And cause Hesha. Crit. That'll hit. So that is 16 plus 2d8. I did not pull any the d8. There, but. I'm going to uh,
4: use another one of my superior die to parry. It just absorbs some of the damage. Yep. Yeah. 32 damage. Oh, I'm glad I did. I uh, will take 7 off of that. Wow. So 25? Yep. All right, this thing fuck up. <laughs> uh, Darius. Darius. All right. Uh, well, Chill Touch worked well
2: before. I'll do it again. So, uh, Spell Attack roll up. 16? 16.
0: 16 hits. Oh,
4: all right. Six damage.
0: Okay. And Elias. Well, it worked once
4: before, so
1: another arrow comes flying at him from the door. Not 20. Okay. So that'll be max damage plus the dice roll again, right? Yes. 32 damage.
0: Right. He falls dead. And then
1: I will step into the room.
0: You see Hesha looking like a
4: pile of shit. Bleeding. Bleeding badly. Profusely. See. Free beat up. And
0: all you guys can smell is mold and rot in this
4: room. Lovely place. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to
1: inspect the room and see if there's any treasure from other would-be adventurers that may have perished here.
4: Uh, Okay. Yeah, let's take a look around here.
1: 16 plus 6 is a
0: 22. 22. You see a crumbled wall in the upper right-hand corner you see a door to your right you don't find anything else
1: a crumbled wall yeah in the upper right-hand corner
0: so I if you look at your maps i sent you guys this morning you're in room yep. one
1: okay Or
2: room one
0: yeah
1: does it look like there's any passageway in through that crumbled area no okay so then there's the door to the right and that's about it
2: stone cutting that uh, lets you gives you knowledge about stone construction right yeah so if I make a stone cutting perception roll it's one of those yep. examples uh okay sixteen what can what can I figure out about this place
0: uh it is an ancient dug out <laughs> looked like it was dug out by hand and <laughs> stonework was placed in it mm- mm-hmm. uh you're guessing thousand or so
2: years old, how far underground are we like? how we went down those stairs for a while yeah, half an hour or so, half an hour of going down. This is deep yep. right. we're like half a mile deep. We're like a half a kilometer down. Jesus,
1: Okay. all right, so I'll get the uh torch ready to go through the next doorway, and I will hide again.
2: Should we be like uh inspecting for
1: traps? If you want to, I can. I didn't I didn't think of that. Here. And the torch goes down to uh, Hesha. Hold this.
4: Yeah,
1: okay Okay. Uh, using my... I've got to make certain I have this correct. Master uh, Rogue, Air King, Trickster. I can do a bunch of stuff with the hand,
2: so... So it's a character actively looking for a trap. A trap has a DC. Yep. That's crazy. So so do locks. Oh, I guess. Well, I guess it's, yeah, difficulty, right? Okay.
1: So first thing I need to do is I have to inspect it. So I'm going to inspect the uh, door to see if there's any traps on it. Okay. 18 plus 6 would be 24 to inspect the door.
0: Okay. Door is ancient wood. Held on by iron iron hinges, the locking mechanism looks like it no longer works. Okay. Is there any traps? It does not assume so. All right.
1: At which point, I will step back. I'll take the uh, torch back from uh, Hesha now, hold it up, and it just kind of floats up into the air again on my mage hand. Um, You guys can't see the mage hand, by the way, so it just looks like I have a floating torch. And um, Elias will... Uh, It should should be safe to open.
0: Torch, to the ground. Torch falls to the ground? Yep.
1: I'll reactivate Mage Hand and pick it back up.
0: Okay. The door's unlocked, right? That's what we,
2: like, it's just...
1: Yep. And I'll tell them it's safe to open, and I will back off into the shadows and hide again.
2: All right. I'll use my Bomatergy cantrip to
0: open it. All right. You open the door without walking in. You see ahead of you what looks like to be an archway that leads into a darkened tunnel. And the room you look into is a fairly sizable room. I'll move the torch in. So if I'm looking on the map here. You're walking into room, out of room one, into this hallway. Yeah, the next
2: spot. So it's it's a bit smaller. It's smaller than the room we're in now, which is pretty big, actually.
0: Yeah, this room is 60 by 20 that you're walking into.
2: Okay, each square is 10 feet? Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, it says right there in the top right. Sorry. You guys only had it all day to look at.
2: I just looked at it when I sat down here. Um, Okay, yeah, so we'll cautiously make our way. Hesha, how are you feeling?
4: I'll be okay for now. Okay. I uh,
1: will move the torch in ahead of everybody so that it lights up the room.
0: Yep. From what you can see, it looks like an empty room. And there are two exits. You will find that out as soon as you walk in. Okay, well, let's go. As you walk into this sizable room, you do notice that there is the exit to the north, the exit you just walked through, and a archway to the east, leading down a hallway.
3: Well, what do you think, guys? North or east? Well, wait.
0: The hallway
2: is in dark. Yeah. Um, we don't really know what we're looking for, do we?
3: Well, I can see halfway down the hallway. Is there anything down there?
0: You see what looks like to be a. Actually, you got sixty feet, right? Yeah. So do I. See, everyone that has dark vision can see something lying about halfway down the hallway.
1: I reactivate my mage hand.
0: Okay. Yeah, Elias, send a torch down
2: the hall.
1: I'll move the torch forward.
0: All right. As the torch lights up the hallway, you see what looks like to be a skeleton. And what was his description again? Because you can't actually see. Features of this uh, body, but he looks like to be of a knight of some sort. So he's sitting, standing, lying. He's like like sitting on the ground, back against the wall. You can't oh, really let's
3: see. go see what that is.
0: Can't tell what features are yet.
2: Okay,
0: but guessing from its armor, it looks like it's a knight of some sort.
2: Plate plate mail. Really. really? Well, let's go check it out. It might be plate mail. Yes. It won't be big enough for me, unfortunately. Well, there might be enough for N- free and I.
3: That's right. Uh, Nulfri's charging forward. Let's see this Skeletron. I've killed many before. Let's kill some more.
2: I'll let him go first. Perfect. I'm the midliner.
0: He's the frontliner. Come on. <laughs> okay.
4: Hesh is right up there with nelfri.
0: Okay, well, who's going first? I need to know.
4: Hesh is faster. I, I, I wish
1: her to the uh, cleric. Hopefully there's no traps down there.
0: Well,
4: yes. Hopefully. Yeah, I'm faster, so it'll probably be me that gets there first. All right. Initiative or safe throw? (laughs) It auto-hits.
0: Hesha takes nine points of force damage as what looks like to be three dirts fly from the darkness of the hallway.
2: Like coming down the hall.
0: Coming down the hall at Hesha.
1: How far in was that guy again? The skeleton? About 35
2: feet. 30 feet.
1: I think I know where okay. hit
3: that
2: skeleton.
1: So they can see to the end of the hall from where he would be if he's gotten up to the skeleton.
0: If he's gotten up to the skeleton, yes. But as soon as Hesha crossed the threshold of the archway, okay. automatically hit with three glowing parts uh, in uh, the chest.
3: I guess where that dotted square is, is the trap.
4: I'm just going to stumble out of the hallway and look at Darius and say, I am no longer doing well. All right. I'm going to
1: bring the torch back over, and I'm going to inspect that archway to see if there is a trigger for that trap.
0: Well, your investigation. 15 plus six is 21. 21, you see what looks like to be a faded glyph on the ground, and what you can assume is as soon as Hesha stepped on it, activated the trap. All right.
1: I'll take hold of the uh, torch, my mage hand, using my mage hand, Ledger Main. I'm going to tell everybody to step back, and I'm going to attempt to disarm the trap using my mage hand, Ledger Main.
0: Now, does that let you do it? Because I don't think you can... You can't... Yes.
1: You can stone object... Uh the hand is holding in a container carried or worn by other creatures. You can retrieve an object and you can use thieves tools to pick locks and disarm traps at range. Okay. Sixteen plus my disarm would be off intelligence B plus four. Twenty.
0: Alright. Well that's a son of a bitch. They don't give me the uh the DC for it.
1: There might be generic DCs for traps.
0: Well I'll you get twenty, I'll let it go. All right. No, I lied. You don't, your Mage Hand doesn't do anything. What do you mean? It's not a... It's a a
1: magic. It's a what?
0: Not a mechanism trap. There's no mechanics to it.
1: Okay. Um, Magic trap. You can't disarm uh, magic traps. You can't? No. Okay. All right. But I can mark it out for everybody so that they see where it's at. Yep. So I will mark it out so that we can bypass it.
4: Without
2: triggering it. Oh man, I don't know if I want to try to roll Arcana here. It's intelligence. I'll try. Now that we can see the glyph. Yep. Uh-huh. Why don't we try sticking
3: uh, stuff in the holes the bolts come out of?
1: If they don't come out of holes. It's magic.
2: I got 16 for Arcana.
0: Uh, you know, the only way to be able to disarm this trap is use dispel magic spells.
2: Um, okay. Well,
1: did I determine with my investigation whether it is you have to step on the glyph, or is it when you go through the archway, or what the trigger is?
0: Well, your machan went through the glyph five, which was carrying the torch. Mm-hmm. Just as soon as he stepped on the glyph. Stepped the- on the
1: glyph. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nulfri, do you think you'd be able to step over top of that glyph without stepping on it?
0: Sure! Let's give it a try. Okay. How come I want him to roll a dex roll? Just just for shits and giggles.
1: He... <laughs> well, if he does an athletics to jump over, he can automatically jump his strength mod in distance, is it? Or is it
3: yeah. just... Yeah. Athletics is strength, yeah. No freeze plus four for athletics.
0: But no, I'll, you can step over the glyph.
3: All right, and do I have to take damage? No. All right. Guys, come on, follow me. It works.
0: Cool. So you guys are going down the hallway?
3: Down the hallway. I
0: want to see what's in that armor. All right. As you approach the body, it looks like to be a dead thiefling knight lying there in this hallway, What looks like to be a victim of the magic missile attack.
2: Okay, what kind of armor is this guy wearing? Doesn't say fuckers.
0: <laughs> Alright. What kind of cash
3: does he have? What kind of weapons? Nofri's all yeah. about looting. Inspecting.
0: He has a backpack with the contents of an explorer pack minus the rations. Boring.
1: So, do you have a weapon?
0: He also has a leather pouch holding 10 gold.
3: Nice. No free takes. <laughs> we split that up, right, free? No. You you didn't share the gold you got from that dragon. I'm not sharing the gold I get from the dead body.
1: The gold I got from what dragon?
3: (laughs) I saw, I went back to the wagon in the morning, I saw gold and berries there just before we got to town. Yes, I left
1: left that out for him the night before in case he was still here as a test to see if he was still with us.
3: Who but a dragon leaves gold out? Baloney.
4: (laughs) Well... We'll
0: collect everything when we leave the tower, and we'll divvy it up. Mm-hmm.
4: He's wearing studded leather. Studded leather? Oh, what kind of wears studded
2: leather?
3: No wonder he died.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Now that you're halfway in the hallway, whoever has... Well, I guess the torch would be up there, too. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see at the end of the hallway what looks like to be a skeleton embedded into the stone, holding what looks like to be a rod. Oh, let's go investigate
1: this. That is probably the magic missile wand.
0: Are we
2: rolling perception here, or what?
1: Um, You better let me advance first, just in case there's another trap, and I'll check to see if there's any traps along the way. I will assist. Oh, all right. So 13 plus 6 would be 19. And what were you looking for? To see if there's any other traps.
0: No, there are no other traps. Alright. right.
1: So I'll advance to the skeleton. I'll reactivate my mage hand. Okay. And I will um, examine the skeleton and that wand. Uh, would it be a knowledge arcana check to kind of figure out what it is?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Sixteen plus four is a twenty. Uh,
0: it looks like to be a wand of magic missile. <laughs> I'll
4: pull it that
1: out. Of the hand. Yeah, pull that out of the uh, skeletal hand.
4: What is your strength?
1: <laughs> Ten. No. Oh, let Nelfry try. Sure. Or who's with me? Right. Always yeah. someone. Darius up. is here. Nelfry's strength is 15.
2: Darius is 14.
1: So the same roll anyway. Oh. Uh,
2: <laughs> Hesha's
1: gonna pull the sword in the stone. Four. You roll
0: the
2: four. <laughs> I, rolled, I, rolled
1: a two two. I rolled a two plus two. I rolled
0: a two plus two. Oh, for fuck's sake.
1: Can I just smash the hand with, like, the butt smash of my uh, dagger?
0: 18. You rolled an 18? Yeah. No. Can,
4: can I hit the hand them with them. my
1: quarter staff and see if I can break it?
4: You can. Okay.
0: You're
4: hit, hit with magic more of these fucking because you're fucking around with it.
1: 17 plus 2 would be an 19 to hit. No. It does not hit the hand?
0: Oh, it hits the hand. It doesn't do anything. Oh, no. You missed the hand. It moved out of the way. <laughs> God, it's just a right. like
2: battle tech.
0: All right. Um,
1: maybe if two of you guys try to get that out, it might come out better. One of you pry, while one of you pull. AKA, giving advantage to one of the people on the strength
2: check. I will give sure. advantage to to Nelfry because he's got one more dot Right. The All right.
3: Nine. Nelfry rules. rolls. has got a plus two for strength. Bonuses. So the first one is a six for a total of eight, so that's no good. The better one is a nine plus two for an eleven. Hey,
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough of this crap.
4: No, you do not break it free.
2: All right. Let's 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 revisit this later. We okay. know it's
4: there. We can come
3: back later. It's
2: not going anywhere. It would appear it's not going anywhere.
4: As the group starts moving down, Hesh is going to give it one more bill. <laughs> I'll assist him
1: so he can have advantage on the roll. No.
2: 16.
1: I'll reactivate my Mage Hand at the uh, end of the 10 rounds.
2: Okay, so there's a corner there, right? So we went around a corner?
0: Yes. You can go to the room that you guys just left. You can go around the corner through room 8, or go down to that other one that leads up to room 5.
3: Oh, yeah, let's go down those stairs.
0: Uh, Okay. Okay, so we go around the corner, and
2: then there's – we have two options. There's a door, and then there's some stairs on the left. Yes. Um, Can I hear anything? I'll make a perception roll. 24. Can I hear anything coming down – like from the stairs.
0: Let me just check to see if they are making noise. No, they're not making any noise. No, you do not hear anything.
2: All's quiet down there, guys. All right,
3: then let's head down the stairs.
2: Okay. Same order, then? Yeah. Uh, heading, yeah, heading down, and then there's another corner, again, to the left, and then another door.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to search for traps before anyone goes down the stairs. All right. 16 plus 6 is a 22. There are no traps. All right, and then I will step back and allow someone to head down the stairs first. Torch will be ahead of them, of course.
0: Okay. As you go down the stairs, you see the hallway turns off to the left. And leads to another door.
2: So all these doors, none of them have any markings on them. They're all just nondescript, heavy old wooden doors.
1: I'll be like, hold this free, and the torch will come down to him. All mm-hmm. right. And then I'll say step back, and I will attempt to open the door with the mage chant, while hiding around the corner in case there's a trap on it.
0: All right. As you open the door, you can see. The
4: what door the... opens up.
0: Yeah. Okay. What looks like to be purple flickering light. Purple flickering light in the room. Coming from what looks like to be purple fired candles.
3: No, oh, we don't need this. No, frill. toss the torch
1: back. Mage Hand will pick it up. I will douse the, the torch and
2: stow it away. Did the door opening make any noise? Yes. Like creaking?
0: Like old iron creaking noises. Right. It's brought WD forty. Uh, you knew right. I should have
2: taken that grease, spell. I just used use WD forty on a creaking the creaking door into the garage today.
3: Snowfield oh. will step up to the doorway and look that sixty feet straight in and around in the room.
2: Yeah, I'll just poke my head around the corner to take a. All
0: right, as you all poke your heads around the corner,
4: envisioning oh, yeah. a
0: very Scooby Doo. Oh yeah.
4: Heads <laughs> up, <laughs> <Is> that... <Dude,
1: laughs> Darius is the
0: shortest.
1: (laughs) Lys is at the back, not not peeking around, waiting for you guys to go in. He's got an arrow knocked, though.
0: In this large chamber that's partially flooded, stands a statue of what looks like to be Zaustus. Stands against the western wall. Candles with purple flames burning on top of a shrine just in front of it.
2: Okay, uh, so we can can see that.
0: The Emperor of Bones tries performing the grisly ritual, destined to fail over and over again for all of eternity. See four skeletons surrounding him. Turn and look at the door.
2: Okay, so the room, it's what, one, two, three. So it's 70 feet across, and I guess 60 feet, 70 by 60. Yeah. We're at the bottom left looking in. The room is illuminated in purple light?
0: Yes. Purple oh. candle, purple
2: candlelight, and there's uh, an altar or something in front of the statue. Yes. Okay, and the that's all surrounded by water, so half the room.
0: Well, no, it, it it's flooded, so there's there's
2: water on the ground.
0: Yeah,
3: it's not underwater. It's just soggy. Just it's
2: it's soggy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. so are the, so we see five figures, four skeletons, and some other dude. Yes. Okay, and are they standing in the water?
0: Yes, they're standing at the altar.
1: Catch a lightning bolt.
0: See where see where the star <laughs> is? Yeah. That's where the statue is. Yeah. Okay. That little square there is the altar. Yep. And then the bones are surrounded would be on that uh the curvature of the circle for that five. So they're they're
2: standing in the water though. How deep is it? That's all I want to know.
0: Uh it's not deep at all.
2: Like it, ankle deep like, shoe sole deep. Oh, okay. Just a couple inches then. Yeah. Because Darius is really short and wears heavy armor. Not a swimmer. <laughs> not a swimmer.
0: <laughs> not a swimmer.
1: Yeah. Is it initiative
0: time? It will be in a second. Hold on.
3: Four skeletons. I like the odds. <laughs> what are the odds? I don't know. Three to one?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they give me the Freaking stats for the emperor, but they don't give me the stats for his freaking lackeys.
3: Generic skeleton. Yeah. Well, good. Nofrees already killed five of those.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You guys know what skeletons can do. All right. So it is a edition of time.
4: All right. Nofree with a five. Elias
1: with an eight.
2: <laughs> Darius with a one. <laughs>
4: I'll go last. I got got 10
1: Woohoo! We got a fast one in the group. I was so contemplating getting alertness as a feat.
4: Hesha is not entering the room first. (laughs) Well, sorry. Hesha didn't come into the room yet, not until his turn.
3: Well, if we can only move two and a half squares a turn.
0: No, no, no. The square, you move the same as you would. Those squares cut those in half for your movement. They only use it as 10 per square just for the size for the map.
1: Right, so the movement would be two and a half squares for them, right? Yeah, 25 feet. 25 feet.
2: feet. So, yeah, if they move towards us and we move towards them, we should meet them in the middle.
3: If the skeletons have better than 10 initiative, or better (laughs) than five.
2: Better than one.
0: (laughs) I can tell you the skeletons are going way before you guys. Oh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, way before you guys.
1: That's an interesting thing I just discovered. It does say that skeletons understand all languages they knew in life,
0: Mm -hmm. but can't speak.
3: Good, we can bully them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, it is Emperor's turn. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, him. And he is using. Who ran in the door?
1: No one's run in the door yet.
0: No one's run in the door yet? Okay.
1: We opened the door, and those three were all peeking in.
0: The Emperor of Bones turns the face of the door, and he starts chanting, and a cloud starts forming between you and them.
2: Rude. He's too far away for us to reach this round, correct, with our movement?
0: Yes, he is. So, if you take a look at the map...
2: Yep. You got the
0: five? Yeah. Two squares up, one square to the... Right right there in the center where it intersects uh, that square and the squares beside it, right out about that water line. Mm-hmm. That's where that fog is created. So is that heavily obscured then? It is heavily obscured. Okay. And then the skeletons are not going this turn, so it is Hesha.
4: Okay, first thing I'm going to do is use my second wind. Better. Uh, you said they're all standing in the water? From what you saw, yes. Okay, but it's obscured now? But it is now obscured, so you have no idea what's going on. Um, if I were to breathe lightning into the water, would it, like, work like electricity? Yeah.
2: You can try. Like in Quake One, when you fire the lightning
0: gun underwater. <laughs>
4: okay, yeah, I'm gonna step in the door. Um,. Did the fog try to kill
0: me? No, the fog did not try to kill you.
4: It's just obscuring my vision.
0: It is obscuring your vision.
4: Um,
2: Just so I'm clear, John, the fog is forming in between us and them. Yep. And they're deferring. Like, they, they, have, they took no action against us in this round.
0: But you saw you don't know what they did. Okay.
4: Well, I'm going to, remembering where I saw a skeleton, I'm yep. going to blast my lightning breath at roughly that area where they're basically at the ground, just in case the lightning thing works in the water. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to try, I'm going to aim for um, where I saw the uh, Emperor Bone. Because he's the big. Uh, and how far? That's 30 feet? 30 feet. So I'm going to have to step into the room a bit. Yep. Yeah, 10 feet. I mean, no. I'll, probably, I'll probably have to go into the room a full 30 feet in order to be able to hit where the Emperor Bone was probably at, because the altar's way over there. Yep. But that's fine. That's my job. So I'm going to do that. I breathe the lightning. Um, if I actually hit anything, uh, the DC save is 12. Alright, I need to know where you're standing. Um, I'm going uh, in the door and then one, so two forward from the door. Yep. And then one over on an angle. So I'm standing three squares in, one square to the right of the door.
2: Basically, a, a knight move in chess.
4: Yes. So you got you got 35 feet of movement you can do. No, that's only 30.
0: And then you're you doing your breath weapon. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
4: if I hit anything, the DC to save is 12. If they save, they get half damage.
0: Oh, what kind of saving throw is it? Uh,
4: dexterity. Could be dex. I think it's dexterity. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it might be dexterity. Oh. Alright. How much damage did you do? Eight. Okay. Yes, lightning is dexterity. Okay, so I'm also going to. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait.
0: Alright, Elias.
1: Alright, so. Elias cannot see any of the skeletons at the moment because of the fog cloud. I am basically at the stairs right now. So what I'm going to do is move the one over and then one, two, up. I'm in that first square inside the room at the moment. Then I'm going to use my action to move to dash, I guess is what it is. So that's one, two, three. I would be at that archway into room three. Still in the room, that one square in the room by that archway, and then I'm still obscured from view, so I will then use my bonus action
0: to no. hide. What do you mean, no? If you are if you are in the doorway leading from three, you have a clear view of the skeletons and the emperor of bones.
1: I thought it was still in fog there. You said that the... So... Okay, because the way that you were explaining it was that the fog cloud was centered uh three squares or sorry, yeah, three squares up, two squares in, on the corner, basically where the water was, right?
0: No no. I may have described it wrong, but what it is, it's from the door you guys entered from. Okay. Go up two squares. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go over right one. That's Mm -hmm. the edge of the fog. Yep. Over right, up one, and over left. So that four squares there.
1: Okay. So if I went into the room, the three squares, I would still be covered by the fog then?
0: Uh, You would be partial covered at least by one, yes.
1: Okay. So I'm obscured still, uh, even if it's slightly obscured. So I will use my hide action there. I won't move up into the door or archway area. But I will use my hide action there as my bonus action.
4: We'll get. And 15 plus 5, I believe. Yeah, so 20. All right. You perceive yourself to be hidden. Okay. That's the end of my turn. All right. Nofri.
3: Nofri's going to go straight into the room, 25 feet, straight north.
0: Okay. Is that it?
3: Uh, And take a defensive position behind his shield, pointed at where the altar is.
2: Okay. Darius. Okay, I will follow free in. Yes. Because, I mean, I, I can only move, you know, into the room and then, which is 10 feet, and then on the diagonal 10 feet because my move is 25. Yep. So I will do that. So I'm close to the edge of the fog. For my action, I will use the thaumaturgy cantrip and cause every candle in the room to flare brightly in order to see through the fog to behind it.
0: Now. You have to be able to see the candles to do that? The candles have
2: to be within 30 feet, but if I... It's one, two, three over to the altar. So it's three squares to the altar from where I'm standing.
0: You have to be able to physically see it. Oh, uh... Probably. Because if you do that, and if I'm going by your description, you are in the fog.
2: I'm at the edge of... I want to stop at the edge of the fog. Basically, that's all I can move. I can't even get into the fog with my
0: move. Okay. I'm, I'm...
2: So uh, I don't think I need to see them. Um, You cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color for one minute. It doesn't say.
1: Um, You manifest a minor wonder sign within range. Create one of the following effects within range. So it doesn't say you have to see it.
4: Okay. So
2: all the candles blaze up brightly to illuminate the room. Mm -hmm. Can I make out anything through the fog now, like on the other side of the fog?
0: from the flare. Now you see brief silhouettes of all these skeletons.
2: Yeah, so it's me, it's the fog, it's the people, and then behind them is the candles.
0: Let me just double check that. It's heavily obscured. Doesn't say anything about adding light to illuminate anything. And it can be dissipated by wind at 10 miles per hour. So I'm going to give it that you can see faint outlines of what you can perceive as the skeletons were, but they aren't in the same positions as you saw them before the fog.
2: Okay. I'm going to use a bonus action and cast Spiritual Weapon. I'll burn one level two spell slot. I will attack the nearest figure through the fog.
0: Don't think you can do two spells in the round.
2: No, I can because this is, it is a bonus action. I don't have to concentrate on thaumaturgy. It's just a one action thing. Alright. So, and here's the question, casting time, one bonus action.
0: Alright. Yeah. And where are you putting the weapon? Uh,
2: the nearest. Fog? I can see through the fog,
0: right?
4: Alright.
2: Um, okay, so then I have to make a melee spell attack, which doesn't really make a difference. Uh, 23 to hit. Alright, it hits. Uh, okay, and um, damage is 11. And it's a floating warhammer. Magical okay. floating warhammer.
4: All
0: right. Top of the round, the fog dissipates. And Darius sees a skeleton right in front of him. So that was the one I just attacked, the closest one.
2: Uh, it a re-roll initiative? No. <laughs> Roll initiative. If, well, actually, I'm, the skeleton should be in front of Free because I was
0: following him. <laughs> But the skeleton's in front of you, because that's where he was placed
4: in the fog. Okay, fine. Whatever.
0: <laughs> the... Oh! oh. Uh, to Darius. He is going to cast Sleep. 5d8.
3: It's a stupid dragon again.
0: <laughs> How does that work? Uh, I have to... I get to roll 5d8, and whatever... Creatures are within a 20-foot space of my choosing. If I roll higher than your HP, you go to sleep. Okay. But it does
1: subtract the amount of hit points from that dice roll. So if he rolls 5d8 and gets 30, whoever has the lowest hit points first, it affects, they fall asleep first. Then any carryover dice goes next. Okay. And so on oh, and so on.
2: So you, burn, so you burn 30 hit points on somebody, and if you yeah, have 20 hit points, another 10 would go to the next person.
1: Yeah. And if it is enough to hit all their hit points, they fall asleep, too.
2: What happens if it's not enough hit points? It doesn't affect them. Okay, so it's like a spell save, then.
1: Nice. Yep. Right.
2: Nolfre has
3: 39 hit points. Five times eight is 40, so Nolfre's not going to sleep. <laughs> Unless he
1: rolls 39 or 40 hit points. And if you're the highest are the lowest hit points in the party first, which well, you're not.
0: Within the 20-foot spot, he will hit Darius and the skeleton that's beside him. So the skeleton will fall asleep. How many hits points does Darius have? 33. All right, you're fine. (laughs) And the emperor will move north of the altar. He's in between the north wall and that altar.
1: And so he's basically 15 or 20 feet off of the
0: back wall. Off of the east wall. Yeah. Yes, off the east wall. Okay. Uh, Yeah. All right. Perfect. And hit move skeleton one comes running towards no bring it on he will does 21 hit yeah 21 hits all right 21 hits so he does there it is eight damage
3: minus three for heavy armor master
4: hit all right five damage
0: that one's sleeping
4: did that did this
0: Another one is going to shoot a crossbow at Darius. I'm going to assume six misses. Yes, it does. And he's sleeping. Sure <laughs> yeah. To Hesha, does 20 hit.
4: Uh, where does the tie go? Aggressor or defender? Aggressor. Uh, he hits.
0: And does eight damage. Oh, I just read. The uh is not asleep. Yeah, I was going to ask if skeletons were affected by sleep. Skeletons are immune to sleep. But Ari went through his turn, so he's just standing there.
1: In fifth edition, I think it's only exhaustion and poison that they're immune to.
0: Yeah, but the spell itself says undead or creatures immune to being charmed are not Uh, affected by the spell.
4: Well, that would do it. (laughs) So, Heshit, it's your turn. Okay. Um, The Emperor of Bone, is he within 30 feet of me? Close. I'm going to say, Mike, where are you? He just moved in, right?
3: Yeah, he's three squares north of the bottom, two squares east of the bottom corner. So almost where the water from next to the five touches the corner of three up, up, two right.
0: I am going to say he's just outside 30 feet. I'm going to smash skeleton that
4: just hit me with my shield.
0: You are going to have to run up to him.
4: That's fine. Does that take me in the direction of the emperor bone? Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then I'm going to run up, smash with shield. Okay. Does 14 hit.
0: 14 hits.
4: Seven damage. Okay. Uh, And then that's it. That's all I'm doing. Okay. All right. All
1: right. So Nulfree is right next to me engaged with the skeleton. Are we using the flanking rules?
0: Uh, we are, but you do have to be directly across from.
1: Yes, that's easy enough to do on this. The maneuvering and such wouldn't be a a difficulty if I'm right next to Nalfrey and he's within five feet of the enemy. So what I'm going to do is I will maneuver around for flanking. As my item interaction, I will draw my rapier into my right hand and I will attempt to stab said skeleton with my rapier. 13 plus... 5 would be a 18.
4: 18
1: hit. Okay. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 damage. Okay. And then as my bonus action, I will take the dodge action. What does that do? I'll bring it up right now. I believe it gives things disadvantage. Focus entirely on avoiding attacks until the start of your next turn. Any attack, ro- actually, one sec, I got to double check that I can do that with the rope. I think it's the dodge action is one of the ones I can do. Oh, sorry. No, I cannot do that one. I can do the disengage, dash, or hide. Okay. So I cannot do that one right now. All right. I guess as uh, my bonus action, I'll put my bow away.
0: All right. No free. All right. So,
3: No free is directly engaged with the skeleton that attacked him, and then Elias just hit. And yep. then right next to him, in front of Darius, is a skeleton that. Fell asleep temporarily. Yes. I'll attack both of them using my uh, action surge. Well, I'll I'll attack the one in front of me first and probably attack the second one. All right. So I'll attack the one in front of me first. Uh, Plus four to hit. Oh, 18, 22 to hit.
4: Okay, hits.
3: And three and plus two to damage for my strength, so five damage.
0: And it falls.
3: Yeah, finally. (laughs)
0: Move to the one with uh, Darius and the magical weapon. Yes. And the skeleton.
3: Yes. So I'll attack that skeleton. Uh, And that is uh, 9 and 4 to hit. 13 to hit.
4: 13 hits?
3: Oh, right. And 4 damage. Alright, it
0: falls. Yes.
3: Oh. No free the skeleton slayers. Back (laughs) at it.
4: Alright. And that's it.
3: Yeah, that's, that's everything free
4: can do. All right. Darius. Okay, so my Dwarven
2: brethren arms just flattened the skeleton in front of me. Yes. Yeah. How far away is the skeleton that Hesha is fighting? About 20 feet from me. Excellent. Okay. Is there a fourth skeleton? There were four of them, right, plus the Emperor? Four of them. Where's the fourth skeleton?
0: Uh, the fourth skeleton is right by the uh, Emperor of both. Bul-
2: Oh, so it's, he's more than 25 feet away.
0: He's more than 25 from you. Okay. The other one's 22.
4: Okay. How far away is the emperor? Uh, from you? Probably about 40
0: feet. About 40, 45 feet. Okay. How far is he from Hesha? Uh, he's a uh, Hesha moved. So I think he's under 30 from Hesha. Okay. Is Hesha the closest? No, he was just outside 30 from Hesha because Hesha couldn't use his breath weapon. Okay. Uh, the closest will be, well, be pretty close, uh, Elias and Hesha, okay. depending on the angles they go at.
2: All right. Um, all right, so enough of that. The fourth skeleton is about 20 feet away, you said? Yeah. Okay. So my first action, I'm going to burn another level two spell slot and I'm going to cast Hold Person on the Emperor of Bones. It's got a range of 60 feet, so I can cover the entire room. And the target must succeed on a Wisdom Saving Throw. Uh, and my, the save is 15.
0: Save is 16?
2: 15. Well, he has to roll the 16. Hmm.
0: Well, i got to roll the six, uh, 15. I thought Ty went to the Aggressor. For
1: saves, that's the target he has to hit is the 15. Oh. It's just the same type of thing as AC. That's the
0: target they have to hit. What What was it again? Wisdom. 15. Yeah, but Wisdom? Wisdom, Yep. Okay, he does not save. Okay.
2: All right, so unfortunately this sucks because I went last in the round. He's now paralyzed for this round, which is just about to end, yep. and all of next round, even if he makes his saving throw next round. So I'm going to yell, get the Emperor uh, as loud as I can. And I'm going to use my bonus action because I still have spiritual. No, I had to drop spiritual weapon because I have to concentrate on this. I guess I'm done for the round.
4: Okay.
1: Does spiritual weapon require concentration?
2: Oh, no, you're right. Because you can't con- you can't have two concentration spells up at once. Spiritual weapon does not require concentration. So I'm going to move it 20 feet to the four skeleton and make an attack. That's my okay. bonus action. Seven. That'll miss. Yes, it will. But I'll move the Warhammer over there anyway. Any melee attack against a paralyzed target automatically crits. Okay. But I do get to make the save again? Yes. Whenever he goes in the round, you get to make the roll again. But even if he succeeds, he's still paralyzed till the
0: end of the round. And he didn't succeed. He's dead. He's dead. The one that fired at Hesha is going to fire at Hesha again. 14 hit Hesha?
4: It does not. All but right, I am going to use one of my superiority. I assume I'm still within striking range yeah? of him. No, he's using a bow.
0: So he moved
4: to shoot at me. Oh, you know, you did
0: move up to him. Yeah, yo, you're still striking range.
4: Okay, I'm going to use uh, riposte. So yep. if anything misses me, I can attack them. So I'm going to use my shield again because it's bludgeoning damage, and I skeletons don't like that. It's 13 hits. 13 hits. I'm damage. And he falls. Sweet. Hesha sweeps his shield through the skeleton and just blasts apart. <laughs> All right. The
0: last skeleton.
4: Um, I am doing more this round. I can move up to the Emperor Bone now, right? I'm close enough?
0: On your turn, yes.
4: Oh, right. It is because I attacked out of turn. I'll go away now. Okay. Okay. This skeleton is going to fire at Hesha. I thought I thought you could
2: move and attack, or attack and move, or move, attack, and move, as long as you...
1: But it's not his turn. That was a reaction.
0: It was a reaction because the skeleton missed, so he couldn't move at that time. Right, and
2: he's got the low initiative, right.
0: Yes. And the skeleton, a arrow whizzes by Hesh's head, and it's now Hesh's turn.
4: Okay. This is even better then. Okay, so I am going to... Run up to the uh, Emperor of Bone. As I'm moving, I'm going to drop my trident because it is not bludgeoning damage, and I'm going to pull my flail. Effectively, I'm going to run up and jump, and I'm going to smash it with my shield.
0: Okay. You have a skeleton between you and the Emperor of Bone. I can't get around him? No, you can, but it's going to take up movement, and you won't have enough to get to bash the Emperor.
4: Oh, well, All right. I'll, uh, I guess I'll run up and smash the skeleton. Actually, can I do that? Can I charge up and basically ram him with my shield and try and pick the skeleton up and follow through into the emperor bone? You can give it a shot. All right, let's do that. Uh, 20 will hit. 20 will hit. So damage for slamming the thing is 9. Okay. And uh, what do you want me to roll to try and power through the skeleton?
0: Well, considering he is paralyzed, it is a modified weapon. The skeleton is. Mm -hmm. And every hit that happens on the Emperor of Bone is a crit. Excellent. But I want you to roll the hit, the Emperor of Bone, with the skeleton. Okay. With advantage.
4: Yeah, you have advantage as well, yeah. Okay. I don't have proficiency with skeleton. (laughs) So 16 or... So 16's my high. I
0: believe you missed. 16's your high? No, you hit. Nice. So you crit with the D4. So it's D4 plus strength mod.
4: That would
0: be eleven damage. All right. Yeah, the skeleton is not going anywhere.
1: Um, skeletons have a uh, vulnerability to bashing, so would it be classed as a bashing weapon?
0: No, bludgeoning, not bashing.
1: That's what I mean. Is it bludgeoning? No, it's bashing. It, that is bludgeoning in 5th I believe.
4: Oh, is so it? Bludgeoning is bashing. Um, no, he's vulnerable.
1: Right. So is the skeleton or the emperor vulnerable to bludgeoning? And if so, is the skeleton being used as an improvised weapon class as a bludgeoning weapon therefore doing an extra
0: 5 damage, is it? Yes. You will do extra damage because it's vulnerable.
1: That's what I was trying to ask.
0: Trying to remember vulnerable to give you.
4: Double damage. So 11. Okay. Um, I'm going to use my action surge. Hit the emperor. I'm going to come over with my flail and Trying to take his head off. That would be 19. 19 hits. Good. That'll be 11 more damage.
0: And the flail's bludgeoning too. Yep. And That's why I dropped
4: my trident and hold it because skeletons yep. don't like bashing shit.
0: Elias is hurt.
1: All right. Is the skeleton king still up? Yes. Okay. And he, I get advantage on attack rolls against him.
4: Yes. Only and an it's
1: attack. not...
2: A... Melee attacks.
1: Only melee oh, attacks? A... No, I got
2: attacks. any attack. Oh, eight, okay. all, all attacks, yeah. I thought it was melee, but I'm wrong. Okay.
1: But the damage is only critical if it's a melee attack, correct?
4: No, any attack.
2: That okay. That creature Pre- is a critical
0: hit.
4: All right. If great. the attacker was within five feet, Speak that's why I thought it
1: was melee. So I'm not within no. five feet, so I wouldn't no. be... Okay.
0: okay. But, but the attack rolls against me is advantage. Okay, perfect.
1: Uh, so Elias will drop his rapier, item interaction, pull his bow, and take a shot at the emperor. Seventeen plus five would be twenty-two to hit.
0: Twenty-two hits.
1: Okay. That is fifteen, sixteen, seventeen,
0: eighteen. Uh,
1: piercing damage.
0: All right. Describe on how the emperor falls.
1: Okay. Um. As Hesha had created the opportunity by coming in and smashing him with the other skeleton and then clocking him with the flail as his head kind of cocked off to the side like this from the hit with the flail. Elias dropped his rapier, pulls his bow, launched up a shot, and catches him right in the side, taking his head and pinning it to the wall behind him.
4: All right. And we will end it there. Oh, bullshit. That was my (laughs) kill. I did 44 friggin' damage to that thing. Well, you did leave him with four hit points left.
0: I, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. We are COJ roleplaying. I had with me tonight Michael Mason. Have a good evening, everyone. Graham Brown. Lionara. Mark Russell.
3: Nofree's back on the board with two skeleton kills.
0: <laughs> and Steve LeBreton.
4: I see your two skeleton kills, and I... Killed a skeleton
0: and then used it to hurt another skeleton. Take that. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can reach us on many of our social media. Uh, go to linktree slash coj role uh, Right there, find uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, our email address is coj role playing at gmail.com. And If you could do us a favor and give us a five-star review on Apple, that will help us out a lot. If you could give us reviews, that will help us out a lot. I guess we'll see you next week.